I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, the podcast. Hi. Hi. Welcome to part three. I can't believe it's three parts. But there was just so much good. There is stuff. I love Elizabeth as much as I hate her, so I don't mind all the information about her. I just did not think it was going to go three parts. Well, because we know that she's been kind of sidelined to a lot of important things. Yes. And I think that we thought that she was sidelined to more. True. And this is why part three is going to cover 2011 to 19. Because she was sidelined a lot. She was a yeah. lot. A yeah. lot. Right. So this one should go a little quicker. <laughs> and... Amanda's going to get us started with 2011 yeah. picking up. And if you missed parts one and two, go back and listen to them. I like what you said. That. Just go back and listen. Just go back and listen. Just go back. Because I'm not recapping. No? You want to recap <laughs> Liz <this>? did stuff. <laughs> All right. On Oh, I got my information from the same as you, Wikipedia and Soap Central. On March 8th, 2011, Elizabeth sends in DNA papers to see who Aiden's real father is. Because remember, you just told mm-hmm. us last week that... It is supposed to be lucky, but we're thinking that it's Nicholas. Still. Yep. Because of Helena. Exactly. Not shocking. She gets the results back on the 17th, but before she finishes reading the results, she realizes that her other son, Jake, is missing. Are you ready? Was he kidnapped again? Are you ready? Uh-huh. Jake had run out of the house and got hit by a car. Oh, my gosh. Elizabeth finds him. And oh, this is, is bad, though. This is the it one. It is bad. It's sad, but it's just really funny that... We had just mentioned, again, if you didn't hear it, go back and listen, how much Jake just, well, not Jake Cameron, and now Jake following in his footsteps, yep. just runs out of the house. So Jake had run out of the house and got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth finds him, and he is rushed to the hospital. She immediately calls Lucky, and he comes rushing to her side to comfort her. Patrick and Robin operate on Jake to try and save his life, while Lucky, Elizabeth, Jason, 
Siobhan, Steve, and Lulu wait for news on his condition. Patrick and Robin work hard to save him, but the injuries Jake sustained are just too great, and he loses all brain function on the operating table. Hmm. While his biological father, Jason, watches from the observation window, Jason breaks the news to Lucky, who then went and broke the news to a devastated Elizabeth. Elizabeth is heartbroken for months, but gets help from Robin, Steve, and Olivia. In June 2011, after months of knowing, Liz finally told Lucky he was Aiden's father when GH was on lockdown. Lucky was very happy, but Nicholas wasn't. He didn't believe Liz or Lucky. In late, 2000, in late June 2011, he was about to leave Port Charles when he realized Aiden was Lucky's. Then he left with his other son, Spencer. Elizabeth is later informed by Dr. Matt Hunter that she was the one who made a potentially fatal mistake during Siobhan Spencer's emergency surgery, injecting the wrong medication into Siobhan's IV, which caused her blood pressure to drop. The hospital board reviewed the mistake and taking into account Elizabeth's flawless record before this and the traumatic death of her son, Jake, decided to suspend her for three months. Elizabeth, having feared she would lose her job, is relieved. However, Siobhan sees Elizabeth's relief and promises to make her pay. Siobhan serves Elizabeth with a malpractice suit and names everyone in the case except for Matt because he was the one who saved her life after Elizabeth's mistake. However, Lucky persuades her to drop the lawsuit against her against Elizabeth and the hospital. Lucky and Elizabeth then spend family time with Cameron and Aiden, but tensions between Elizabeth and Siobhan still run high. Well, I mean, I would think so. The woman accidentally I mean, killed you. Accident or not. No. I mean, I, I understand. I totally understand. Obviously, it's awful that you made a mistake. You're a nurse. You need to watch. We just said about that. Talking about the level but of But malpractice insurance is a <clears> thing <throat> for a reason. People are still errors and emissions. You know? Yes. It's, people are still... People. People. Exactly. It wasn't like she wanted her out of the picture to try to get with right. or something like that. Right. It was an honest mistake. When Robin becomes the new chief of staff at the hospital, she lets Elizabeth come back to work, but restricts her duties to the nurse's desk only. Siobhan is livid that the hospital let Elizabeth return and reconsiders the lawsuit. When Lucky's cover-up as a drug dealer is blown, Elizabeth finds him delirious and in bad shape. When she leaves to go retrieve medicine to counteract his delusions hallucinating lucky runs off to the church where he and elizabeth took their vows in 1999 and she had just done the same thing their year prior yes okay they keep running back to that church and it's not the one that everyone gets married in and we have all the funerals is it well i thought it was is it i thought it was good i could be wrong i don't know Meanwhile, Elizabeth gets into a confrontation with Siobhan, and Siobhan falls down a flight of stairs. Elizabeth rushes Siobhan to the hospital, but while trying to simultaneously drive and keep Siobhan conscious, she collides with another car, in which Jason and Carly were rushing to find Carly's daughter, Jocelyn. Elizabeth is the only person unharmed in the accident. Elizabeth sees Dante at the hospital, realizes where Lucky went, and races off to help him. She injects Lucky with the medicine to counteract the drugs he was given. Lucky wakes up with Elizabeth by his side. She tells him about Siobhan and takes him to the hospital. Siobhan survives the surgery, but later dies after she is poisoned by Anthony Zakara. Elizabeth accompanies Matt as his date to a boat party thrown by Patrick and Robin in celebration of his published research. He talks about being in Patrick's shadow, and Elizabeth sympathizes, telling him about Steve and Sarah. They flirt and later in the night share a first kiss. The boat party takes a drastic turn when 
Lisa Niles sneaks aboard to get revenge on Patrick and Robin. Elizabeth is chloroformed and thrown overboard by Lisa. A lot of people have fallen off that ship. And they're falling off that boat. Was Liz just chloroformed again? Liz, chloroformed she again. She was chloroformed, torn, chloroformed twice. <laughs> A mysterious man pulls the unconscious Elizabeth ashore at Spoon Island. Spinelli later finds her on the beach and gets her to the hospital where she is treated for hypothermia and pneumonia. Lucky returns home as Aiden is diagnosed with a rare blood disorder. Once the health scare with their son is resolved, Elizabeth continues trying to reunite with Lucky, but he refuses, claiming that all they do is hurt one another. She briefly checks herself into Shady Brook to gain Lucky's attention. While at Shady Brook, she meets Dr. Ewan Keenan, who she thinks is a patient, and they bond over a mutual interest in painting. Later, she is shocked to learn he's a psychologist assigned to treat her. After Lucky leaves town again, Elizabeth frequently runs into Ewan at work, and he counsels her to help her get over the loss of Lucky. Elizabeth continues to grow closer to Matt, angering Maxie. For revenge, Maxie tells Monica about Elizabeth taking medicine from the hospital to help Lucky, and Elizabeth gets suspended. Maxie then soon tells Monica she lied to get forgiveness from Matt. Maxie was a mess back then. Yeah. We have to get into all that eventually, too. We do. She was so fun when she was a mess. In May 2012, Elizabeth discovers Ewan unconscious in his office and later learns Connie, Kate Howard's alternate personality, bashed him on the head to keep him from being sent to keep her from being sent to Shady Brook. He suffers a severe head injury and falls into a coma. Elizabeth is able to convince Patrick Drake to operate on him and save his life. He turns out to be fine and wakes up and kisses Elizabeth. Elizabeth and Ewan then confess their feelings for each other and start a romantic relationship. However, in mid-August 2012, Ewan begins to hide a dark secret as Jerry returns to broadcast his plan to kill everyone in Port Charles with a deadly pathogen affecting the water supply. Mm. Ewan, who had been getting jealous over Liz's budding friendship with Jason, kidnaps her. Okay, I wasn't watching as often in 2012 because that's when I was pregnant with Madeline. Mm Mm-hmm having some marital issues. So I do not remember that at all. I remember the water supply. I remember Jack's, or not Jack, Jerry yep. poisoning the water supply. That's when he was known as Mr. Craig, right? Yes. Okay. But I don't remember. It was a big deal because remember Emma got sick and they had to come up with the antidote. And there was only and so much, much left. And Edward gave it. Yes. He gave his portion to Emma, yes. and it was actually the last time that we ever saw Edward Quartermain. Right. And it was... Shannon's ready to cry just I talking am, about it. because I love John and Don't cry, Shannon. No, I, I do. I remember that, but somehow I totally blanked on this Elizabeth information. So, huh, did not know that him and her dated. Jason eventually finds Ewan holding Elizabeth with guns pointed at him. The two men get into a fight as Jason shoots Ewan and, Ewan and later dies in the hospital. After Jason saves her, Elizabeth decided that since he and Sam's relationship was strained, it was her opportunity to try and reclaim what she had with him. While Jason was trying to find the truth about Sam's son, who had been presumed dead, but now had clues pointing to him possibly being alive, Elizabeth offered to help run a DNA test to prove whether Taya's son was in fact Sam's son. However, Elizabeth, in a moment of weakness, decided to change the test results and therefore pass the wrong information to Jason. Do not ever get any blood tests done at General Hospital. Right. Do any tests done at General Hospital. It will not come out correctly the first time. 
She also went ahead and manipulated Sam into believing that Jason had moved on with her while making Jason believe that Sam had moved on with John McBain. She then went on to reveal her true feelings to Jason, and when he didn't reciprocate them, she realized that baby or not, Jason was still in love with Sam and was not willing to be with her. She came clean to him about what she had done. She revealed to him all the reasons why she had done what she did, and Jason had no reaction for her, so she left and went to confess to Sam what she had done. So much doing and ditting. Doing and ditting. Well, that's better than re-repeating it over that's and over. That's true. That is true. <laughs> so everyone knows what I'm talking about here, right? We got it. We're on the same page. In October 2012, Elizabeth is shocked to find out that Jason is presumed dead after a shootout on Pier 52, and his body was knocked off the harbor by Duke Lavery, who was later revealed to be Faison in disguise. Elizabeth then begins to focus more on her career and starts to become good friends with shy and awkward nursing student Sabrina, <laughs> Sabrina Santiago, as well as Sabrina's gay best friend Felix Dubois. Sabrina seems to Can show. Can I ask why that really matters, right there? I don't know. I think it's just focusing <sighs> on herself is where we're going to go with this. Sabrina seems to show a major crush on the recently widowed Patrick Drake, and Elizabeth tries to encourage her to confess her feelings to him. Elizabeth also develops a dislike for Dr. Britt Westbourne, who has a liking to Patrick and hates Sabrina. In November, Elizabeth is shocked to find out AJ is alive and later treats him for his injuries after a boxing match with his longtime enemy, Sonny. At first, Elizabeth is reluctant on doing this because she knows AJ's sordid past on causing trouble. However, when AJ tells her that he wants to become a better person than he was years ago. Elizabeth sympathizes with him and forms a bit of a friendship with AJ. In February 2013, Elizabeth hears that her half-brother, Stephen's fiance Olivia Falconeri, has gotten one of her valuable hallucinations of him getting stabbed. She pokes him with a pen, believing that this would make the hallucination come true. What? <laughs> Here, I had a bad dream about you. Let me try to make it come true. With a pen... And that will count as being stabbed? And that doesn't... Yeah, that's not... Uh, no. If it's a, a vision that's going to come true, it's actually going to come true the way it happened. You don't get yeah. to intervene and stop it. Steve Weber is stabbed by his mother and rushed to the hospital. Steve recovers, and he is later arrested for the murder in Memphis. That was whenever he had done the... Maggie? Yes. Maggie's the one that turned him in. Right. The assisted suicide? Yes. Yes. In Memphis, yes. Yeah. Um, we need to do. It will definitely be more than a one part. Heather Weber. Oh my gosh, because she's just crazy. let's just dedicate a month to exactly. that woman. <laughs> what month is a uh, mental health awareness? <laughs> this month. We should have done it this month to show you. Huh. You need help for your crazy. Because she was, woo. In March, Elizabeth back on her. In March, she decides to go. On lunch dates with AJ, Elizabeth participates in the opening number of the nurse's ball and temporarily takes over MC duties when Lucy Coe is busy dealing with Richard Simmons. That was funny. April 5th and 8th. That was the 50th anniversary, wasn't it? I believe so. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So. Oh yeah. 2013 it is. Yep. There you go. <laughs> so fun when math works out that way. <laughs> I used Common Core on that one. Did you? Yep. No, because we're still here. Oh, no, that's right. I used old math because used I did it math. quick. Exactly. If it was common core, would be, I'd still be doing this it. would be a five-part series. 
<laughs> At some point in time, Nicholas came back, but I don't remember. Again, I didn't watch as well as I should have in 2012 and 13, and I didn't realize that I missed this part. So Nicholas had come back. Elizabeth goes to see Nicholas, and he was in the hospital, I'm assuming, because she falls on top of him. And AJ notices it, or AJ is standing in the background and sees them hugging and is kind of like, what the heck? In the bed? Yes. Okay. So that's why I'm assuming it's the hospital. Okay. I mean, I guess he could have been at Spoon Island. I... This would be but where I should. I would done say it. that in better context, it makes more sense for them to be in at the, the hospital, hospital. Yes. right? It says Elizabeth hugs Nicholas, and AJ Quartermain's watching in the background, and then she falls on Nicholas when she tries to keep him in bed. So I'm assuming he needs to stay in bed because he's in the hospital, and okay. then she, you know, how they like fluff your pillows or whatever. Mm-hmm. She fell on him. Elizabeth and Nicholas have a conversation about getting back together, and Elizabeth says no. She thinks that would hurt Lucky too much, so she decides to try things out with AJ. Nicholas tells Elizabeth that he wants to get back together. She thinks it will hurt Lucky too much and says no. She decides to give AJ another chance, and then she goes to New York City with AJ. Nicholas shows up in her room. She tells him to back off. Elizabeth is poisoned by eating Pickle Lila and Pickle Eddie, but recovers after a day or two. And in the summer, her and AJ take their relationship to the next level and Mm. have sex. On November 21st, Elizabeth tells Patrick that she and AJ are over because he has been on a downward spiral personally since losing control of ELQ. Patrick asks Elizabeth to be his best person, and she tearfully accepts and starts planning a bachelor party. That would be when he was engaged to or getting married to. You're not going to say it with your voice? Sabrina. There you go. I just like the way she says it. She gets so excited because we love Sabrina. That was one of the worst deaths ever. It is. And they need to find a way to bring her back. She needs to have a twin, a cousin that looks exactly like her or something. But I think she's an actress. Took the She started having a family and wanted more time. Well, someone should tell her that we need her back. And I I liked her. I did too. She was so cute. Even, again, if she can't obviously have the role of Sabrina. Not that they don't bring dead people back all the time. But some kind of something. Because yeah. I miss her. She's she was cute. really good. And we need Felix more, around more. Yes! Like, why is he only a twice a year guy? I don't know. And our Sammy? Mm-hmm. Guys, Elizabeth. The reason why this poor woman is struggling mentally, she's the only nurse. <laughs> other than Epiphany. I thought of that the other day. Someone was having a conversation in front of the board that's up on the wall that mm-hmm. says when the doctors mm-hmm. have to be where. And the whole board was filled. And I wanted to be like, I've never seen that doctor. Right. I've never seen that nurse. Where are these people? Yep. So super funny. So that was it for yes, 2013? 13. We're ending with she's done with AJ and planning the wedding for Patrick. Okay. And then in January 2014, she overhears at... The nurse's station, Sabrina telling Felix that Patrick is the father of her baby. Because, spoiler alert, Sabrina did not wind up marrying Patrick because Robin came back from the dead. Yes. However, Sabrina already knew that she was pregnant, but she didn't tell Patrick because she didn't want to spoil. She didn't want to ruin Emma getting her mom back. She was going to have Carlos say so that. so awesome. She was such a good girl. So awesome there with. Letting him choose. He, she let him choose. He made his decision was Robin. She didn't want to say anything that was going to pull him mm-hmm. one way or the other. Yep. So Sabrina immediately implored Elizabeth not to tell Patrick, but Elizabeth couldn't understand how Sabrina could lie to the man that Sabrina claimed to love. 
oh, pick me. Because Liz. Yes, really? pie. It's the kettle. <laughs> exactly. How's it going? Come on. She, of all people, could not understand. Mm-hmm. Let's recap the past two weeks <laughs> and why it is a three-part series. Exactly. Because Elizabeth lies to the men she claims to love. Constantly. <sighs> Sabrina insists that it was in everyone's best interest for Patrick to believe that Carlos was the father of Sabrina's baby. Elizabeth argued that she couldn't keep the truth from Patrick because he was one of her best friends. Uh, are you serious? Yep. I mean, I do remember that, but are you serious? How do you say mm-hmm. that? Sabrina pointed out, right, hi, Jake. Yeah, okay, exactly. And this one actually makes sense. Right. You know, it's still, it's horrible. And you should never. But it's truly. You should never hold someone's children away from them, whether they know about them or they don't. But the motivation here, again, we talk about why we love or hate Liz is because it doesn't always seem like her motivation is truly in the other person's best interest. Right. Sabrina was trying to do what she thought was in everyone's best interest. Right. It was misguided, but it was not in thought. her best interest. No, not at all. Mm-mm. But she didn't want Patrick to choose her simply because, because of the baby. baby. Right. And she didn't want to ruin Emma's family. Right. You know, or Patrick and Robin. But if Emma weren't there, it probably would have been more of a conversation. Yes. But, okay. We just have to do a whole thing on that. <laughs> okay. So. Elizabeth argued that she couldn't keep the truth from Patrick because he was one of her best friends. Sabrina pointed out that Robin was one of Elizabeth's best friends too. And so she urged Elizabeth Elizabeth to think about what it would do to Robin. Sabrina explained that Patrick would want to do the right thing. Everything that we just talked about. And then remember Britt had also lied to Patrick about the paternity of the baby. Mm-hmm, Cause Britt lied about everything. Yep. And then Sabrina said that the end results would be the same. Sabrina's pregnancy would cause a rift between Patrick and Robin that might not heal. And Elizabeth argued that perhaps Patrick and Robin would behave like grownups, accept the situation, and learn to live with it. Mm. And Sabrina just begged Elizabeth to help her stop the pain by not letting Patrick know that Patrick, not Carlos, was the baby's father. And Elizabeth looked past Sabrina as Patrick and Robin walked up. And Elizabeth tells Patrick quietly that she has to tell him something. But then Patrick and Robin cut Elizabeth off to assure Elizabeth that they already know that Liesl Obrecht has been hired as chief of staff. Mm. So he thinks that she's going to talk about that. Right. So then a few weeks later, Elizabeth goes to Sabrina again, asking her to please tell Patrick that he's the father. And sure enough, Emma overhears that. And Emma had just been told by Sabrina that Carlos was the dad. Yeah. Later, Liz is going to Windermere to pick up Cam, and she and Britt start arguing back and forth. Nicholas revealed that he had been about to step outside to take care of the kids, unless Britt and Elizabeth needed a referee. (laughs) They might have. Uh Uh-huh. When they went out for the kids, Cam and Spencer were dueling for Emma, and I don't remember that being mentioned during Cam's. We mentioned that they fought over her, but remember when they actually, like, Spencer challenged him to a duel? I do remember that. I don't think we talked about... I don't think... You're right. That was funny. Later, Liz takes a hairbrush from Windermere to have the DNA test run to see if Ben is Dante's child. Mm. And sure enough, he is, and Liz confronts confronts Britt about it. Elizabeth explained that she had decided to give Britt the courtesy of a heads up before Elizabeth told Dante about his son. Britt thanked Elizabeth for proving that Britt had been right about Elizabeth who walked around all high and mighty acting superior, even though Elizabeth was just as flawed as the rest of them. Britt insisted that Elizabeth was a liar and a hypocrite and then accused Elizabeth 
of wanting to cause trouble for Nicholas and Brett. Elizabeth insisted that Dante deserved to know that Ben was his son. Like, you never lied to one of your baby daddies, Britt <laughs> Brit countered. Britt pointed out that Elizabeth and Dante weren't even friends, so Britt was certain that Elizabeth hoped to break up Nicholas and Britt. Britt doubted that Elizabeth actually loved Nicholas because the love of Elizabeth's life had always been lucky. However, Lucky had left poor Charles and his children because he had been devastated by Elizabeth's affair with Nicholas. After Britt Brit suspected that Elizabeth wanted to salvage things with Nicholas to justify the affair, Elizabeth's temper flared when Britt accused Elizabeth of being a lying, cheating hussy. Elizabeth slapped Britt, so Britt dared Elizabeth to do it again. Elizabeth complied, mm. prompting Britt to strike back. <laughs> that was an awesome fight scene. Yes. I mean, it was... The women began to trade insults as they brawled. Eventually, Elizabeth pinned Britt to the ground and announced that she had better things to do. Elizabeth slowly stood up and revealed that she intended to pay Dante and Lulu a visit, so she advised Britt to have a chat with Nicholas before he heard the truth from someone else. After Elizabeth left, Britt picked up Ben and tossed the paternity results in the fire. And then it eventually does come out that Dante and, to Dante and Lulu that Dante is the father, not Nicholas. Liz declares her love for Nicholas to many people, even though he had already proposed to Britt. Mm-hmm. Liz eventually begs Nicholas not to marry Britt because she loves him, even though at the time she was still with AJ. And speaking of which, are Rick and Sonny the only brother duo that she has not been with? That's not nice. I, it's but... a legit question. <laughs> yeah. I think it is. Wow. Okay. Nicholas admits that he had loved, had loved Elizabeth for years, but he had done what she asked by moving on and falling in love with Britt. Nicholas wondered what else to say. In March, Liz attends their engagement party with Rick. Elizabeth admitted that she and AJ had connected because they had both been looking for redemption. Rick gently pointed out to Elizabeth that she had always been drawn to men who needed saving. He was curious if Elizabeth and AJ were still close but Elizabeth shook her head and told him no, that she had ended things when AJ relapsed. On March 21st, Elizabeth finds Britt's letter about Ben being Lulu's son. Because it wasn't just Dante's. Dante's. It was, it was the Lulu's embryo. Fine. Yep. yep. On March 24th, Elizabeth tells Lulu the truth about Ben, and Nicholas chews her out for choosing this time to announce the truth. Later on, Obrek takes her hostage at gunpoint in her own home. On April 8th, Elizabeth is shot by Obrek. Nicholas stays by Elizabeth's side at the hospital. When Elizabeth's ex-husband, Rick Lansing, arrives back in town, the two begin dating and reconnect. He takes her on a romantic date to the Metro Court, and they spend the night together and make love. Oh, it's not just sex this time that they made love. Yeah. Well, that means that there was slow music and candles. True. True. Their night was interrupted with Julie and Jerome. When Julie and Jerome lies to Anna Devane and points finger at Rick as the head of the Jerome mob family to protect his family from his real boss, Anna busts in Lick, Nick. Anna busts in Liz and Rick's room to arrest him. After Rick is arrested, he maintains his innocence and pleads with Liz to believe him. Liz does believe Rick and hires Diane Miller to represent him. It turns out that Rick is being flame, framed by fluke. Remember? Fake Luke. Oh my god, that's so funny. And Julian. And once Anna becomes aware of this, she is forced to fake Rick's death and put him into the witness protection program so they can smoke out the real boss. In October 2014, Elizabeth meets a man at GH with amnesia going by the name Jake Doe, and the two become friends. She takes him in when he has no place to go. They eventually start to fall for each other, but Rick comes back, and she chooses to be with him. And then when Rick starts lying, she decides to be with Jake. But then Rick hires a woman named Hayden to pretend to be his wife. So the two must part ways. 
she and Brick eventually get back together and Jake goes to live with his wife. At the 2015 nurse's ball, Elizabeth finds out what Rick did and ends things with him. She decides that she wants to be with Jake, but Nicholas tells her that Jake Doe is really Jason Morgan, so she doesn't invest in a future with him. And I'm just going to skip the rest of this because we pretty much go over all of the Jake Drew Jason stuff. Oh, yeah. We've already done that. With when we talked about Drew Kane a couple weeks ago. And then something happens at the Nutcracker Gala and Nicholas falls off the roof and and she tends to him. And he later said that Elizabeth saved his life. And that is 14 and 15. In early 2016, mysterious instances start occurring at Elizabeth's house which turn out to be Jake acting out. We talked about that with all the Jake stuff of crazy things were happening. They thought people were breaking in and whatever. Elizabeth and Jason's relationship is strictly being co-parents to Jake. In February, Jake is hit by a car again, but this time comes out relatively unscathed. Also, Elizabeth finally realizes the connection between Jason and Sam will never go away, and she has started to let Jason go. Finally. It only took how many years? Weeks later, Elizabeth and Jason take Jake to Shriners to help with his recovery, and that is where she and Jason start to heal their friendship. We talked about that also when he was hit by the car, and so they took him there, and everyone came to visit him, and blah, blah, blah. Elizabeth also starts to form a friendship with Franco that slowly developed into something more. On September 14th, Elizabeth learns from Franco that Hayden Barnes is her half-sister. Elizabeth and Franco said, I love you to each other and make love for the first time in February 2017, which we talked about with all the Franco stuff. Mm -hmm. Franco and Elizabeth got engaged on December 4th. In March, on the day of their wedding, Franco went to confront Jim Harvey, his mother's ex-boyfriend, on why Drew was sent away during their childhood. While Elizabeth waited for him at the church, during their confrontation, an earthquake hits Port Charles. And then he didn't show up to the wedding because he was busy confronting Jim. And being in the earth. Um, March 13th, after learning he's been lying to her for months about his past with Drew, Elizabeth breaks up with Franco. However, after surviving Harvey's murder attempt, Franco and Elizabeth begin mending their relationship. In April, it's revealed that Franco was molested numerous times by Jim Harvey when he was three and that he saved Drew from suffering the same fate when he pushed him down the flight of stairs. After saving Elizabeth and Jake from Jim... Franco kidnapped him and held him at gunpoint, confronting him for his crimes. However, Jim broke free of his restraints and disarmed Franco, whom he nearly strangled to death. But Drew shot him dead from behind. When the police arrived, Drew covers for Franco on the kidnapping of Harvey. Elizabeth takes Franco to GH, where he confesses to Elizabeth and to Dr. Kevin Collins on what Harvey did to him. Later, Franco and Elizabeth decided it is best if he contacts Harvey's other victims, who suffered like Franco did, for it would give them peace knowing Harvey is dead. I liked that. Yes. In June, Franco and Elizabeth set their wedding date for November. Franco asked Drew to be his best man, to which he gladly accepted as they finally rekindled their friendship for the first time since they were toddlers, much to Elizabeth's joy. That is where Wikipedia ends. And I feel like once the Franco storyline came in with all the Jim stuff yeah. and then the Drew stuff with Franco... The Elizabeth just took a sideline to that. Mm-hmm. Their wedding was set to happen in November. That was when Kiki was killed. So yep. they decided that they would postpone it until later. That was pretty much all of what 2017 was. This didn't get into 2018 at all. 
But 2018 is when they were planning the wedding and Franco was pushing to meet her family. We got all excited because we thought that Sarah was finally yep. going to come back. And Franco made a big deal about wanting to me- wanting to meet Elizabeth's dad and everything. That would be awesome. <clears throat> that would. They you need know, to bring him back. Richard that would Dean be Anderson awesome. could make some kind of a, yes. hi, want to meet your grandkids? And we don't know anything about Liz's mom other than she was a doctor. Right. We don't. Even, I don't think we even know her name. I don't think Liz is going to have any more kids, though, for him to come back for. And now she's already married to Franco, unless they re-remarry after. <gasps> Wouldn't it be awesome if, if Liz's got... dad is the one that's able to undo this whole oh. Franco thing and dad comes in to save his baby girl? <laughs> or her doctor sister, Sarah, who is a widow with no kids. True. Maybe well, she could her, do it. Isn't her specialty pediatrics, though? Yeah. So she's going to... Fix the brain tumor even sure. though. Sure. Okay. It's not a tumor. Enchanted it does not look tumor. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fix the brain mapping memories that are incorrect. Oh my goodness. I hang out with my husband way too much. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> anyway, in 2018 was that. In 2018 is also when Franco was getting jealous because Liz started talking about her childhood friend and that she had this huge crush on him. And so then her friend shows up and it turns out being Terry. Terry, thank you. I knew it when I went to say it. Ends up being her friend Terry, who was in the process of transitioning into being a woman. And now they're good friends. And that leads us into all of the stuff with Aiden, but that didn't start until 19. So that's all you. I thought yeah. that had started in 18. So did I. And so I was prepared to read all of that when I looked at Soap Central and it doesn't get into all that. She had, you know, bit pieces here and there. She was a good key person in um, Kiki coming out about the doctor harassing yes. her. Yes. She was very compassionate. She was towards good her. support. Yes. But she wasn't at the forefront of Exactly. It. So there's not as much information for 18, just because yep. she was playing a supportive role to all that was going on with Cameron and Oscar with Jocelyn and all that. Mm-hmm. And then all the stuff with Franco and yeah. Drew, like we said. So yeah, that was really all that yeah, storyline was just exactly her and Franco's relationship. So I really don't think I missed anything. I tried to kind of go back over stuff, hoping there was something, but no, she was really a side character for that. Yeah. And honestly, for a lot of 2019 until just recently, she has been true. Too. Because in January, it was that, like you mentioned, it says Franco and Elizabeth were shocked when Jake shared that kids at school were calling Aiden Gaiden. And Liz went to Brad and Lucas to talk about their childhood and about how Aiden is being bullied and, you know, how she can be a supportive parent. They later went on like a play date, Mm -hmm. I guess, to the ice rink and Aiden got along with them really well in July, they had the wedding. Oh, no. Then on Valentine's Day, Elizabeth visits Franco in jail due to being the accused murderer of Ryan Chamberlain's victims because Franco admitted that he did to lure him out and all that. She tells him that she is tired of waiting to get married and that she wants to do it right there and right now. They say their vows and have Drew Kane ordain the, quote, ceremony. Mm -hmm. And then in July, they had their wedding reception. You know, Hayden returned and everything. Yes. And still in, no Sarah. <laughs> and August is when Franco became Drew. And that's where we've been with. Right. You know, yeah, she's fighting I, to get her husband back. Right. So, I, I mean, right now she has a really good storyline. I feel like there's nothing for us to that's really That's what I was going to say. Say, is, though. I feel like she's really going to step up over 
the next couple of weeks until whatever's going to happen with Franco happens with Franco. Yeah. And I like seeing her in that strong role. I'm not saying I agree with having your husband committed. Right. Or that I disagree. Not sure how I'd handle the situation one way or the other. But I like that she is standing strong in her beliefs and not letting everyone else tell her what to do. Right. And, but yeah, so I mean, three parts yeah. of Elizabeth Weber. What was the thing that stood out the most to you of, oh, wow, I totally forgot about that. I feel like there was a lot for me. Mine was basically just the 2012 stuff, like I said, because I hadn't been watching as much as I had been. So mm-hmm. I had no idea. I guess I kind of know we talked about it. Remember her? With Dr. Ewan? Yeah. But I I can't see it. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I vaguely remember seeing them together here and there. And same thing with AJ. I remember, like, their flirtatiousness, but I don't think I was ever aware that they actually right. were in a relationship. But both of them were, like we said, kind of sidelined, hot minutes, you know? So it wasn't yeah. even as suspenseful as, like, the lucky Nicholas right. stuff. Rick. You know, she never married AJ or oh, Dr. Ewan. Oh, God. <laughs> God. And she never got engaged to them. Well, so, that's good. Oh, I guess I didn't miss that that much. Yeah. But yeah, that was what. How about you? What did you feel like? I know you said a lot, but what was like, oh my gosh, I completely forgot or I didn't know. I think the thing that was when we forgot that she actually did go blind because she was just accidentally hit by Courtney. Oh, yes. That you know, because I think between the two of us, we do a really good job of reminding each other and balancing each other out. And yes. And that one, we, we both completely spaced totally. on. Yes. Well, the internet didn't help whenever no. you looked up the way that that paragraph was written. Mm-hmm. It just kind of went from, she couldn't see, Oh, Xander stayed and right. they hooked up. Right. And so whatever you typed in, cause that's what I put right. on YouTube. What's yeah. the first time Liz and Xander hook up? It said she couldn't see because of the light. So right. Yeah, I'm and glad. in context, yes, it made sense. But, but no, I'm glad that our listener pointed that out because now it makes me want to go back and rewatch all of that. Do you know what they did not talk about though? Well, I mean, it was kind of brief, but so they did talk about when she miscarried Jackson Courtney's surrogate, mm-hmm. but it didn't talk about how she and Jax got super close over it. True, and True. we talked about that. Yes, when did we t- we talked about that with Jax? Mm-hmm. That. You know, they went and had a memorial for the baby together. I mean, that's a little blip, but. Right. And I mean, nothing's perfect. You know, we definitely found a really, really, really good resource for a backup now. But also to read all of that and trying to create some kind of a summary can be really tough. Right. Oh, I think we're doing decent. (laughs) We have decided that we're doing a great job. I said decent. <laughs> but if you want to say we're great, great. You go right great ahead. Great job. All right. So we don't know what we're going to do next for the Poor Charles 411. If you have a suggestion, please let us know. And I guess until Monday, that's it. Oh, my gosh. All right. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there's something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.